With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Quantum Conversations. Your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And as we are here in the summer of love... At the precipice of the holiday season, we are here to remind ourselves of our own sovereignty, our human sovereignty, our galactic heritage, the greater part of us. My guest today is Arcturus Ra, who remembers his uh, beingness as an Arcturian starship commander and also his role as a Starseed Ambassador. He joins us today in this very fun celebration in the Summer of Love. Arcturus Ra, welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. It Um, is so fun to talk with you. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I can be here and uh, share what I truly feel without having to hide that when I'm amongst and your lovely people, they get it, you know, they understand. They are, they're like, don't give me the mundane and, 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 and just the regular whistleblower talk. Give me applications. You know, what can I do? Where are the things? Where's the adventure? What can we get into to make this uh, happen in the physical anchor it in, you know, actually it's a time for action. Like you said, yeah. Um, I know when we go to and and we look at some of the information coming out about that 
right? The disclosure. And you see that the energy is just not as high as what we're truly anchoring in within Mm -hmm. ourselves and our mission here. So that is how our intuition gets very strong and tells us to keep the eye on the prize. And that is new earth. And so don't you find it fascinating in the beginning of our season 12 here, we had you scheduled for another show and just yeah. the way things happen with the energies, we certainly know we definitely have to adapt to everything as these yeah. dimensions shift, right? And timelines yeah. merge and they collapse and they split. So we're, we're going to talk all about that. But here we are today as we rescheduled that live show. And isn't it fascinating that here we are on a day where we're recognizing independence and sovereignty, not only here in the U.S., but our friends in Canada, too. 150 Mm -hmm. years they're celebrating. But now most of us listening realize there's, a deeper connection to the universe. And that brings us into our discussion on human galactic heritage. I love saying human galactic heritage instead of galactic human, which we are becoming. But this human galactic means that we're humans here, but we are so tied to that galactic part of us. So please share a little bit on this with the, with this remembrance that's going on with us. Okay, so it's like <clears throat> I, I, I almost feel like I want to explode into a million million voices and time streams to give it give it all to you, but yeah. uh, I have to zip file that and buffer it so it would okay. make sense. So the human <laughs> to be human is man is manifest. It's not based on man. It's human has to do with hue is. You are filled. You are the, the fulfillment of light. You are the, the, your source-filled, represented, manifest. We are sparks from the source. And that goes beyond all religions. That goes beyond all imaginable timelines. Um, I read an article that where a professor did a, um evolutionary status report on how old roughly the human Gattaca code is as far as we have the human DNA deciphered, and he came out with a number like 76 trillion years. Can we even begin to imagine how long we walked planets, bipedal, fully intelligent, fully developed, because we are, we could say, divine by architectural construct, and everything you have learned in school, and I'm sorry I have to say this, it's a little bit of a Muppet show. It's, um, you know, the evolutionary status of us coming from monkeys and and the entire mixture, the way this is all staged does not make sense. It doesn't make sense in timelines. People even have looked at the evolutionary links. Where's the gap? Where's the homo sapien? Now they refer to us as the new human. It's where a little uh, star child on a Mary Rodwell interview said to her mother, she said that it's the homo noeticus, I like that uh, word. Uh, I used to use the term when I wrote my metaphysical lyrics for rap. I, I used to do metaphysical rap, and I called it the Neo Sapien or the, the, the Cosmo Sapien. So the, we are remembering actually what we were. 
So what's happening right now as all of these timelines are collapsing is this, this is a wonderful time to be in. I mean, the Mayans said that, that we will develop devices that are intelligent reflectors without the emotional body, hence a computer system, which is the Internet, where we can very quick now, when we study and train our third eyes, build our mind very quick, sift through the stuff, and, and really restructure, as in remember, putting the pieces back together of our shattered soul piece, which brings me to the, to the uh, thing I wanted to do a YouTube video, but I can let that bleed in into this interview. It's like, what would you do if you are from the future and you came from an ancient war, but a war that, was, uh, 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 that created unimaginable catastrophes, uh, where we were not only falling in consciousness, but we were traumatized as we fell. So now can you imagine we have fallen in dimensions, we have fallen in timelines until we fell into a timeline that was not even a preferred thing to be on. Interestingly, they just released an app um, uh, from Star Trek called Timelines where you, and this is like very interesting, why is this app being released? Why are we being prepared? This is you are a captain of a ship, you know, like I'm, I know that I'm a Starfleet commander and they assign tasks do you like a, there's a planet that needs evacuation there's the rule of non-interference but if you mess up you have the opportunity to go back in time to fix that timeline and then you look at the branch that you have created in the timeline and what you want is a timeline that is the most shareable timeline in the universe spreading out like a harmonious tree creating this inter and ultra-dimensional network of creation as God consciousness wants to expand. So now imagine that all of these UFOs and the sightings that we have is time travelers that are us from the future. Many branches, many races are here trying or basically working the best they can to fix the timeline because this was the time before the big event. So they're all here because this event must be near. What year that will be, I don't know how that is. I think that has to do with the, the, the wave pattern of the consciousness and, and where that goes and things in that, in, in that uh, how do you say, in that nature. So when you also said, and this is how the divine guidance kicks in, it's a very sensitive topic. I tell people like magic is not like you watch a series like The Craft or somebody has some black book and they use some, some, some word wizardry and then objects move. This is not how it works. How it works is have the inner standing of your internet, the internal network of cell, cells that communicate, also including the mitochondria at a very, very high light level. And when that communication is reached, you can actually access certain realms. Every realm has a key. And so once you master one realm or understand or know how to work, walk around in that, that's the inner dimension that needs to be mastered first. Then the key reveals. And then you get to study. I mean, I, I read the Keys of Enoch, phenomenal book if you train your mind. Keys of Enoch, the Law of One, the Ra Collective. Like really get down to study. People that are tired of sitting in lectures, where you hear the documentaries of the Roswell crash over and over and over. I love those adventures, but you have to tell yourself, 
what does that do for you when a speaker is upstairs and he, he tells you he knows of a guy who knows a guy that heard 70 years ago that there was a tunnel somewhere in the Antarctic and, and, and they, they, they found bodies, this and that. Um, for part one is like, where's the resonance with that storyline? Part two is like, what does that do for you now? We are, we're all already, we all are open. Things are happening and we can go there. So I say, I want to see the action, the next step, and, and not uh, an ongoing storyline of 20 years of people mm -hmm. that have developed powerful egos because they have mm -hmm. accumulated a lot of data and knowledge of the things that are going on on Earth. But I want to know where's the experience. It's like imagine you have a, yeah. a diving lesson, a teacher, and, you know, I want to put on a suit. I want to put on the mask. Let's dive into another dimension. What does that feel like? How do we get into this, you know? So that's why also... I mean, you can give me an orientation with, with questionnaires, however, but it, it trickles in how it flows is that um, in the past we had landing platforms, interdimensional contact. That was just normal here, and that goes, that goes way that goes uh, probably Lemurian times and way back, where with a lower consciousness you couldn't even have existed in these times. And this is coming back, and I've seen all the great channels that receive those downloads, like Bashar got it, I think Ramza, as in Jay-Z Knight, she got it, mm -hmm. and, and, and many others to build uh, a physical landing vortex array for interdimensional crafts who appear and make contact. People, I tell you, the government would not reveal. The disclosure will not go to these people that are in power because they have been tried for hundreds and thousands of years. And see what happened. Angel X tells story YZ and another angel over here. This one says go that way. Then the other one parts the seas, defeat that enemy. We had so much chaos and who to follow, which also I truly believe that the word angel means extraterrestrial of a higher rank. And they shimmer in and out in the form that our consciousness perceives best because our mythological belief system is hardwired into us. So why not appear as an image of Jesus or the Archangel Michael? Because it's fitting for the consciousness. But it can also leave your mind open, be that there have been many messiahs that have walked the earth, that basically were, um, you can say, extraterrestrials in human form, more in tune with the interdimensional skills. So of course they can perform these miracles, which were natural for them and their planetary systems and where they came from. If you read the book China Super Psychics, which is banned in China, true fact, I think the book is like 60 bucks, mind-blowing what these kids can do. They have uh, psychic schools. They're beginning to test these kids and listen to these little prophecies that you won't see on uh, CNN. You won't see that on Fox News. People are, you just have to see how people are still asleep. But to me, it's like unbelievable that we're, in, it's almost like, you know, it's, you might laugh like headless chicken in molasses. <laughs> we can't mm. get off the ground. We have to now really see also with the 4th of July. We use that now as a template for people being at home and listening to us. That is needed. But all of these Gregorian calendar constructs that are based on the 1260 time, that is all draconian, Anunnakian slave templates that we to this day emulate just to be down with the system. 
which mm-hmm. is not a system that was designed for your awakening. That's why we're awakening now. The original time code is uh, 1320. For that, you have to get into the Mayan calendar and the cosmic timing of planets. We all know there is no leap year in the universe. Every four years, the universe doesn't glitch to make the planets run in sync. That is man-made. We have created that. And we have leap years because, pardon my French, the fragging stuff doesn't run right. Right. The clock gets every four years. Holy shit. So we got to adjust that. Every four, four, four years, a day back, because we can't get this shit together. Why? Because it's artificial. You know, uh-huh. we have to really <laughs> understand that, you know. It's, a, it's concocted. It's a creation. So all yeah. the celebration day, the day of independence, I mean, it, it, it might sound rough, but I have to give it to you, Frank. Let's say this is an interdimensional quarantine prison planet. And on the 4th of July, we tell all the monkeys, hey, you get to decorate your prison cell, and you have a passport that is, that is actually a prison pass that mm-hmm. says this monkey here behaves, so you can go from cell to cell, but you're not going interstellar. I wonder why. And this is the point where we now accelerate. We are waking up. We watch movies like um, Back to the Future. So understand that DeLorean is part of an extract of your consciousness, and when that car reaches double infinity and 88, what happens? It jumps timeline. It's no longer bound to one place. So that it means that has to do with your consciousness. 88 is infinity. Now flip that. As in heaven, so on earth. If you have 360 degrees of pure knowledge on this planet and then your etherical system, which is already 360 degrees, but guess what? You're becoming past the Elohim Anunnaki and Adamite Adam Kadmom template, which is a 720-degree being. Seven plus two is a nine. It's angelic, means that your inheritance is your galactic heritage. That's your legacy to wake up. And people didn't even get that. I I don't even understand that people don't even investigate. Timothy Leary, our LSD guru from the past, said that when he was tripping, he saw a base code in the human DNA that said the human race is built to go interstellar, point blank. We are here, we are colonizing planets, we are actually back then it was, we are seeding planets in a natural way, how the consciousness allows it. We don't interfere, we have a divine plan for evolution, and then we migrate to other planets. And we're trying to do that, like imagine, the minute when planes were invented, people went from island to island. The minute we had boats, for the Western uh, society, we traveled. And the minute we had a passport system, people started migrating. And they say also that all of those people that flood that came from Germany, World War II, that came to the U.S., all in memory of the Atlantean system, where Atlantis sank before, and it was a repeat with World War II. All of those ancient Atlanteans that they don't even know that they are, they have the cosmic memory. They needed to go back to America. That's why also Hollywood is Hollywood, and no other company in the world created these, you can say, fantastic movies and all the way out there in their craziness and make money and, sadly, abusing that. But there's, there's always two sides to the coin. But you understand the energy of paradise is still here. This is a very powerful nexus craft world. I believe 
that most of the stuff where people say abduction against their will, that is government infiltration with technology that looks magical, but it's still human. It's not galactic. When I had contact with the Arcturians, they do not need to probe us by genetics. They do not need machinery that picks up uh, cattle, cuts out organs, drops the cattle back on the planet in order to do genetic uh, testing. That is all lower class entities that are still human, but probably a splinter of society that live underground or in a pocket of a dimension on Earth that we are not aware of. All of this is going to come to the surface. We will see this. This will also explain why you can't catch Bigfoot because he's kind of like a dweller of two planets. And there's also a book on that that a young boy channeled um, living on Mount Shasta, having seizure-like attacks, and then he channeled a book that was called A, a Dweller of Two Planets or a dweller, a dweller on Two Planets. So we got to now do what I do, connect the dots and see, okay, there's much more going on. Um, there are rifts in the dimension. And I think there must be somewhat an offset government um, patrol system. They patch these dimensions that you don't even know that you can leave at a certain uh, point in time. And I think that um, the powers that be that are all crumbling as they just basically the snake eats its own tail, they're trying to patch it up. They're desperate to make sure that there's no residue, that you won't find anything. There's nothing going on. And these cracks are getting more open. You'll have beings and species showing up where we didn't even know they existed on the planet because the unveiling begins when the two hemispheres of our brain will we become a one-brained being and something wonderful has happened. Please watch that trailer, Nazca Unearthed, um, where Gaia, I don't think they called Gaia, I think they called Gaia TV. They're a little mm -hmm. different. And they're doing a documentary on a mummy they found and it just kind of blew my freaking mind. The dude is uh, five foot nine, uh, elongated head, big eyes, and has all the organs, skin, everything intact. It's just a little dried out. Three fingers, three toes. They dug him out by the Nazca lines. I'm not surprised that this is popping up now. And this time it must have also slipped through the cracks of surveillance. They, they couldn't confiscate that finding you know, how it usually goes, and put mm -hmm. it in a secret vault. It's all out in the open. You have world-renowned scientists studying that. That's, that's better than the Stephen Greer uh, figure they had, which also, I believe, was an extraterrestrial. I did a, a video on YouTube where two psychics actually had the vision that uh, a silver sphere came from another dimension, parked in, in the orbit of Earth, and then the tiny spheres hundreds of thousands of spheres landed in the Atacama Desert. But something happened, they went back, and not all made it. And one of the dudes that didn't make it kind of got left behind, maybe in a war, maybe in an interdimensional war. That's the dude that we found. And he's not the only one. There's more creatures like this. So you'll see in depictions, as in the mummy they found with three fingers, I myself was gifted a rock that they found in a cave in Mexico. And you see uh, an elongated head, on the, on the glyph, you see it, it, the being uh, um, transforms something out of its heart to give it to a being that sits below the being, and it has three fingers again. So I've seen uh, petroglyphs out here in Sedona in the rocks where 
It's not even mapped. It's not even in any catalog. If you go way, way, way out, you find the most amazing stuff, and I see these odd, odd figures. They all have four fingers. So I don't think that this is mythological. I think that the natives documented what happened here, and they tried their best to accumulate the knowledge. So we find that stuff. We put the pieces together, and we remember who we are, and we take charge in our galactic heritage and get out of the time loop and I call it the uh, uh, Mandela effect, is that people trying to create false memory systems, they they, kind of work as a reset button, and then you want to remember something that you don't really remember, but you think you remember because everybody else claims they remember, and boom, you're trapped in this time loop where you're in a time sequence where nothing happens for you. So we're trying to break that code, you know, and we're, we're making progress by giving people enhanced, words and stimulate them into think for yourself and then see even those that listen right now consider this the show right now a therapy for all of you right now that guarantee i guarantee you your dreams will change tonight if they haven't already you're open to the field some of you if you look at my picture or you look at my image you will see me in dream space and i will talk to you i had a a reading done um by a a woman that does readings online and had my star markers checked. And before I even started the reading, and that, that's why I know, like, we, we know that there's something that is profound and it's going on. She says that she remembers me from uh, a ship as in sitting with the council and talking. And then she says she has a completely different information for me than she usually has for clients. So I, I had another confirmation that I'm Arcturian. Not only that I had visions and I was told and I was shown the star system over and over and over, um, is that she explained to me that in the past we were breeding with different star generations to basically outbreed the uh, reptilian DNA strand because the reptilians came in here and they tried to mix mix that with the other star systems because basically what they were trying to do was cheat the ascension code. But their genome and their gene pattern as in cold-blooded species wasn't designed to go that fast. There is a, there's a, there's an architectural divine design where you have to go into Keys of Enoch and metatronic templates and dimensional templates and, and layers of time dimension and time space. There is a time what seeds and what garden to sow, how they grow, how they are to be nurtured, and how they moved to the next garden, to the next elevation. Now imagine you have kind of like of a, a reptilian aggressor there that thinks, you know, they can steal seeds, mix, and uh, do uh, kind of what we have now, GMO, cheat and say, well, I, I want to be in the upper elite class, but I don't, I don't want to go through this development, what it means to develop heart and develop empathy. I don't need that. I, I want to go past that. That's the reason why we had wars, the reason why the extraterrestrials, hence the angels, fell, uh, is because of that. Was try, There was a fraction of extraterrestrials that said, we don't need the divine plan of the source, actually, in how to see planets. We use genetic manipulation. We accelerate the time codes. We get what we want. It doesn't matter, you know, if um, if God, a.k.a. the source, is in agreement with that. Now, now here's the story. This is pretty interesting. They were that arrogant, because I always was beating my head, like, how, how can you be that, if you're that advanced with technology, how can you be that arrogant? So mm-hmm. the Naburians 
as in our Anunnaki's, not all Anunnaki's are Naburians. Anunnaki means basically extraterrestrial. So the Naburians are, are the ones that people think are, are the Anunnaki's. The, that, these are the ones that landed Nibiru. 500,000 years ago. Okay. It sounded like Niburian at first, but you said Niburian. No, Niburian. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, from Niburu. They landed. They came from planet Niburu because they saw Earth was kind of fit for what they needed. Understand, lower class, like not as elite in dimensionality and development, but in the years, as in from the future, developed ETs. Some were giants. Some had more chromosomes. We're finding evidence now on Earth that it is so. Like in, I know in Mexico, they have this hip bone in the um, in the museum that is uh, it's like I don't know eight foot tall and it's a human hip bone. It has a human gene code, but it has more chromosomes. So uh, when the Bible says giants, uh, you know, walk the earth or rule the earth, I think these were the uh, Naburians. Also, when the Bible explains, I mean, it puts everything in perspective when you really read. It said that a day with God is a thousand years on earth. Well, you understand, um, a Niburian day is a thousand Earth years. The Niburians aged completely different than we did because they came from a completely different timeline. So these dudes looked at human development like, you know how, how you would look at, at um, you know these flies that only live 24 hours and then they die? So the problem for them was like, how do you transfer knowledge, make contact, and use the species if their lifespan is like a second? That means I'm here like five seconds, and, and they, they, all, they all die out before they even know and understand anything. So the plan came in to genetically manipulate that. That's in, in the Sumerian tablets, which are the oldest tablets uh, found on the planet, where people are still debating that this is more mythological, this can't be extraterrestrials. They uh, actually, what I find interesting is, um, I mean, people still want to criticize Zechariah Sitchin, the 12th planet. I say, let's not criticize. Let's thank the man for mm. having a hunch and an idea. These are all extraterrestrials that are dabbling with genetics. They are invading. They're not pleasantly landing and, and thinking everything is, uh, you know, in a divine plan. They're manipulating. And here comes the, the the deal of where the betrayal, you can say, of the angels came is the Niburians thought if they thought if we can create a species without the permission of the source, if we can think it, well, then the source probably has nothing against it. That is the same thing as is, let's say, your 12-year-old steals mommy's keys from the Subaru and thinks, well, if I can get to the keys, I don't think that mommy and daddy have anything against it. Well, mommy and daddy right now are not around. So the 12-year-old gets the keys, gets into the Subaru, hits the thing full throttle, does his game on a different planet, and crashes the thing. So now here's the time when our parents, as in our cosmic ancestors, return. Remember that tale of the Lord of the Flies? Very interesting book, very interesting movie. When our ancestors return, we are the children again. And then we hand over the keys, and then we have to understand you're too young to drive that vehicle. There's a process. We're learning that now. you got to get in line, put the key down. I might give you a little gold card that does five miles an hour, and you play with that, and I watch you, and I give you boundaries. That's where the divine lore comes in not the law 
that's man-made because law enforcement is already a ridiculous word in itself because any law that is enforced doesn't teach you trap, basically. Because understanding means in, in a divine way, knowing what you're supposed to do, having the insight of what is appropriate. And that's where uh, tel uh, telepathy comes in. And you have to ask yourself, why is it that it's interesting that now studies have found out that over 600 different medications in the U.S. are actually designed to kill your, your empathic skills. Isn't that amazing? It shuts you down. Well, um, yeah, no, you've covered a ton here, and it's so fascinating listening to you. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some questions coming in, and we're going to get to those about the Galactic Heritage readings. We're going to talk about yes. that. I do yes. just want to say that, yes, our understanding of your Internet. I love how you pegged that phrase because we yes. do know what we know. And this is really the goal and the theme of the current energy, of these current times that we're in, in this evolutionary process, our own discernment, must be very well honed, and this is helping us know what our truth is. You mm -hmm. said just a moment ago, you know, let's not criticize yeah. those whose information did help raise consciousness, but then it comes yes. to be maybe a little uh, not 100% accurate. It still did its yes. work into what yes. it did. And so let's talk about the current theme I was chatting with some spiritual sisters and brothers over the weekend, and we were analyzing the energies. And that song must be the season of the witch, right? Mm -hmm. Because it seems mm -hmm. like people are criticizing or pointing fingers or um, looking at other people and saying, well, that's not right. Mm -hmm. And my take on that is, could this be our spiritual evolution where we each individually are waking up, we are mm -hmm. tuning into this inner compass like never before, and mm -hmm. we start to see, hey, that doesn't really feel right, or mm -hmm. what I've learned and who I've been following and paying attention to about that story, now it doesn't resonate as much. And I think mm -hmm. people get a little irritated at first, but that's mm -hmm. like... The grieving process, we go through phases, yes. and that's the first part of waking up is a little bit of this anger, but it really is important to not take our eye off the prize. Like we said when we started this conversation, we must hold our vision of new earth and not get distracted, and I think uh, you know, we must stay neutral uh, mm -hmm. um, among all things, watching all things, and remember our own energy and I know you've got some things to say on that so go for that mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk more about your definition of a timeline okay so um, what we have to realize is that people think that the, the body is limited the body is actually not limited um, it is a miraculous machine it is a biocybernetic organism designed to carry your soul to explore dimensions. That is clear. 
Um, some people had visions. I had that too, where I could really clearly see that the body is kind of like a super cybernetic robotic suit for the soul. Yes, it is. Uh, on Earth, we are partially cloned. Yes, we are, because that's where, where the design comes from. But what cannot be cloned is the essence of the soul. Uh, lower species have tried that and failed because that is, that's like untouchable software. That's software from the source. You can't touch that. So what I want to say is limitation is only in the mind. And when you get unlimited, which is, of course, it, it, you, know, you don't levitate tomorrow, a certain little tiny magical things, as in manifest, will take place to show you how to activate that. But this, this requires steps. So understand that your human operating system is an ancient one. First of all, to reactivate that, you have to understand that we, we have built-in self-activating software that will only turn on when you speak the right words and think the right thoughts. And it will level you up. The kingdom of heaven is built within. Uh, Greg Braden's uh, God Code uh, said that he translated the Hebrew letters of the Gattaca Code and it said God eternal within the body. Elohim eternal within the body. And in many more sentences. They're literally written sentences like the book of life is actually the DNA. It's written in us, and we know it. And there is uh, no point of saying it isn't so. We, we are so far out that we realize, I mean, as we look into the human construct, the genome, bacteria, and all, all these other things, is we see that this is designed. This is uh, an original creation. And maybe my take is with the cattle mutilation and these fake abductions and putting the skin in people, that has to do with them trying to copy the event. That as politics that comes from humans that kind of need the pigs on the farm and they don't want to give up the cattle and they want to play that role because our, um, you can say, ancestors from upstairs, they don't play that and they don't touch us in that way and they're very, very smart which leads me also to like a, a, a video that I will shoot. It's like if I am from the future, and, you know, for those that remember Star Trek, how would I contact myself from the future in the best way possible without interference in a divine plan? I don't want to get caught because to me, in my observation, this is a dangerous planet. It, they work with nuclear power which takes dimensions apart. And if you, if you blow up a, a nuclear weapons long enough, you, you create an instability in the planetary core, which science fictions have shown in the, uh, us. But uh, I bet you a lot of people that know about the formula that Oppenheimer, uh, you know, uh, developed with uh, Einstein, that this uh, equation to uh, uh, shoot at atoms is to split a sun is to destroy a sun. And when these micro sun, macro sun explodes, we harvest the energy. But the side effect is devastating because we are destroying life. The Greek word atum or atumus means which cannot be divided. Why are we splitting atoms? So if I'm from the future, I observe that very carefully and I got to be very, very cautious. So I got to go into templates of dream states that humans still have where we still reach platforms where military can scan us, the cabal can see us, other dimensional beings of a lower lower design cannot tap into that dimension. 
that's where I would meet myself. And I, I believe that that's where we're all meeting ourselves. Very, very tippy-toe, very, very cautious, not even in, in, in any, anything of radar or anything near. So if you see a metallic craft, for all I care, you get the creeps, that might be a government craft. I mean, they have technology and cloaking devices that are like 50 to 100 years ahead of our time that you, you'd think these are ETs, but it's government, don't be fooled. I believe focus on the higher dimensional crafts. I call them the royal fleets. Um, they can't be replicated. They most likely look they oval. They kind of they are kind of like opal esque, see through kind of crystal blips where they shimmer in and shimmer out, and they can't be touched because they have a higher dimensional value. That's where our contacts should be. And I've uh, had that with a lady. Uh, she had contact as well. They don't leave footprints or they don't burn grass and nothing grows. Actually, where these crafts come down, trees grow three times the size, everything blooms and blossoms, and life force is enhanced. So you've got to be suspicious with landing sites where life force is decreased. Grass doesn't grow. Animals walk around because these Buddha-type, majestic, palace-looking type craft, when they make themselves known, animals come Everything flocks around it. Harmony is created. There is no fear in sight. And everything expands in love and blooms and blossoms. And uh, genetically, stuff is enhanced. One proof that we have is when you do the research, Travis Walton um, um, from Fire in the Sky, in his book, and I think in his revised edition, edition they checked the soil the craft came down. And of every biological life force around there, trees, grass, seeds, everything that growed and was growing in there in that area was enhanced by I think if correct me if I'm wrong, thirty seven percent. That is where I put my money. And that is where the focus should be. That we need to understand, get off the uh artificial replicated meds that shut you down, get into telepathy and tell empathy meaning how do you resonate with something that's being shared and what's the application for that. So we leave the realm of a theoretical construct and really can do something in our home where we understand my dream is changing, my brain is accelerating, there's things that you can do in life. So now coming to my readings, what I do for people is I'm not like this other woman that can say directly what planet you are from, I rarely can see that when it comes in, it comes in. Sometimes people are not ready to hear it, but I can lean on cards that I pull of what galactic heritage are you here to heal. Let's say you're partially vegan, okay, and I pull seven cards for seven chakras to see what seven aspects are you healing. And then I say to a person, which we all have, you listen, I'll go like, listen, sweetie, You've been running around for everybody, running around for your boyfriend, doing everything for everybody, running for the family. And, and I said, did, did any of your friends and family ever ask, how are you? And then the girl breaks down crying and says, nobody ever asked me that. And said, well, that is the unhealed aspect of your vegan character that you are, that you were in the Vega system, very spiritual being, very advanced, and you were the server of the universe, but you served to the point where the, the polarity went so 
off to into the light spectrum that it went off balance because you went into an extreme. So in order to integrate that vegan aspect, aspect, you stop running for everybody and you start nurturing yourself. You come back to the center. And then we basically uh, g gave her an insight to something that she can remember her vegan self and integrate that, that she's not the slave of the world and carry everybody's load and running for everybody. So basically I'm going through the aspects of vegan or Arcturian. Some people are part Zeta, um, which there's also nothing wrong with. We created all of this to understand we have to bring it back together. Like the, the mirror was shattered by us. We have to put the pieces together, and it's only going to be done by us. And the healing takes place through us, and the only way is through this class. And then you will bring that the Zeta aspect back home by not being so logical, by allowing emotions. You know, if people are very logical, that's a lot of unhealed Zeta aspects, you know. And then I say, well, that's the, that's the, the Zeta part of you. I can also see if you have visitations by them trying to fix that. And um, they shouldn't be missing uh, any organs or whatever um, or any weird stuff going on. This is higher dimensional um, aspects that seek clearing right now as the memory comes in, as people such uh, as I come in like messengers to tell you this is what's going on. I'm giving you an orientation to navigate through. Also, like Dolores Cannon says, six hours, you should take a nap after six hours because you're going through a very rapid process of a transformation. You're literally going from, I thought I was human incarnate, now I'm remembering that I'm actually off planet, which do, shouldn't sound so far-fetched, but when you're flying, when you're in other worlds, you talk to other beings, that is your memory kicking in that you're not from here, and that is okay. You integrate that because... We left home, and now interdimensionally kind of we're returning home, but we're being prepared um, we're being prepared to understand that this is a preparatory stage where all the signs coming, Hollywood pictures, findings in the ground, all that this is just going to blow up on all angles where the most phenomenal technologies will be revealed for you to remember who you are, and that's who you were. So it's actually nothing new. Well, now is the time to really yeah. integrate those aspects. And I don't know if people were ready to consider mm -hmm. those um, aspects of themselves, that heritage of themselves, even five mm -hmm. years ago. So I know that this is a hot topic, this galactic mm -hmm. heritage. So um, remind us, the starseed readings that you do, it's actually, mm -hmm. you call it a galactivation and mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that because it's it's not really a one-on-one -on -one session with someone. Rather, they are – it's in your private time because a lot mm -hmm. of people want this and you mm -hmm. get very busy with it. So you have them – what do they do? Do they send you their picture and Yeah, well, I just see the picture. I don't, yeah, yeah uh, a picture. Questions um, – not so much. I will give to them what they need to hear. Because some people are like, will you tell me the lottery numbers? It doesn't work that way. Okay. Or, you, or can you do can you do love spells? Will he leave me? That's not not about that. What is, is this is about is about what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. So a picture is enough. They can they can tell me their symptoms or where they are, which is okay. Like briefly describe. 
I don't know, addictions, habits. I had one woman, you know, describing certain aspects that she's working with and what I see. So I can reflect on that. That I can do. Mm-hmm. So I do okay. an MP3 file reading where I record, um, yeah, 20 minutes, depending on that's that what I do. Bring everything in that your, the soul wants to hear in terms of the galactic connection. And I'll give you a little bit of homework if I see that coming in. I'll tell people uh, what to do, you know. Yes, okay. So that is a really interesting activation for those who are really ready for it. We do have mm-hmm. lots of comments saying, how can we do that? And we also have some callers on the phone, so we'll leave a few mm-hmm. moments to interact with some listeners. Mm-hmm. I do also want to say that we are doing an online healing retreat with you, another master class, mm-hmm. because you've got, you're just full of information. Uh, so far, what we've heard tonight is like, wow, we've gone in a lot of, we've covered a lot of territory. So yes. the um, upcoming online healing retreat masterclass is Initiation for Galactic Contact. And this is coming mm-hmm. up in September, uh, two sessions there. But it also includes in your special offer, Starseed Teachings for New Earth. And those mm-hmm. were four two-hour courses that were mm-hmm. that have been recorded, and again, just some fascinating information. I mean, this is like eight hours of some very good things. So we have those items for our listeners, as well as the other specialty products, the actual Gamatron key and the Rainbow mm-hmm. Ascension key, and you have a new key. So uh, before we get to our callers, I want to just give you a moment to talk about the online healing retreat and um, your specialty products. Okay, so yeah, let me break down the products. Is I have to tell people um, in the beginning when I started, I was basically laughed at and they said pendants and this can be suggestible and this is quantum or very subtle energy. I'm dealing with stuff that is backed by science. So what I do with my pendant is the pendant has a geometric form. Um, quantum physics Um, has proven that if you place an object of a certain size in a room, it has an effect on the room. So, uh, like, let's say if you put uh, your plants in in a hexagonal pot, the plant grows better because the the energy travels better around also. A square, and if it's metal, it can die quicker. Uh, If you add holy symbols, like as in metatronic symbols, the plant can grow better. So I found out that the Russians in the 50s tested that if you capture photons, which is unpolarized sun energy. You polarize that, basically you harmonize that. Also, uh, you you call that phase conjugate. You make it a harmonious flow of light, undisturbed. And when that hits the plant, the the plant grows in a very fine way. So they looked at the human DNA and they said, well, how does the human DNA respond to sunlight? Yeah, we all all go travel to Hawaii islands and we feel rejuvenated. Now, why is that? Because photons, in a harmonious way, when nature talks to us in a way, and it's not in the major cities, I'm telling you, you have to be in nature or you have to have something that can resonate nature. So I have this nanospherical quartz sand, which is 50 microns of uh, size of a, of a grain, which is a very, very, very tiny marble under a microscope. That is charged with harmonious sunlight captured. 
that nanospherical quartz sand, which is clear borosilicate quartz, which is the same quality as a quartz crystal. That means supra-amplified photonic uh, um, emission is created by filling it into a brass pendant or a stainless steel or even aluminum, and you seal that. Then you have a light spectrum that is like 10 to the 23rd. That is a very, very high light spectrum. That's like outside of Earth's orbit. The most healthiest light information you can get is actually outside of Earth's orbit. Interesting. So if you put that in a container and you hold that close to the human vessel, the DNA on a very, very subtle level begins to repair itself. So what happens is when people wear the key, they say uh, they used to dream in black and white, now they're dreaming in color. Um, I had skeptics, like people that would teach NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. They said, I don't believe in that stuff. Holds a key in his hand, says this is tingling like a battery. What is this? Simply photons redirected through a metal container back to your body the way it's supposed to be. Uh, I had people that had anxiety or an anxiety attacks going through airports, and uh, their, their little kids hold the key to the heart, and the anxiety disappears. A very simple anxiety has to do with also when your light levels are out of whack. That means the way your cell structure communicates in the photon. And there's a Bavarian Institute for uh, Bio-Cell Resonance, and they have found out, and I'm working with them, they have labs and write-ups and certificates. They know that when you enhance what you call the intracellular communication, that means how your cells amongst themselves communicate through light. That's the, fir that's the first form of nourishment of food for your body is light. Food is secondary and third stage of uh, photosynthesis broken down. Your body has to reassemble that into minerals and vitamins to restructure that back to its original form, light. Then comes electromagnetism and all the other things and plasma. And I'm dealing with the basic food for the cell, which is harmonious structured light, in field independent. And uh, I'm the only one in the U.S. that has that sand. It's lab-produced. You need, uh, I call it the ancient Atlantean photonic cannon that we have channeled back in the ascension chambers to have, do, do you store the sand in there and then you load the isotopes, which is uh, basically the dimensional aspects of a crystal that can store light. It's called an isotope. And they have measured the sand and the storage lasts up to 15,000 years um, um, linear time. That means it's, it's like free, free energy, also zero field technology. So anything that comes in contact with this begins to bloom, blossom, begins to repair itself over time. Yes, ultimately, the people are the key, but these keys remind you. They help you change your diet. By You don't have to change your diet. You just wear the key, and then you see what your body is, begins to crave in a different way in the direction. And this is also the key to link you back to source, to remind you this is you when you're in a higher light level. And if you put this key in the toroidal field of your heart, it is changing. And I said, I said, people out there, you buy pendants that are $600 and even, even, even more out there. None of them have, and not meant to be comp competitive. This is an evaluation. I have a very high light output of bio-emitting resonance coming from my pendants. And people can feel it. I mean, I had a woman 
that had a problem with a, a kind of a disentangled muscle structure on her leg, couldn't walk right, and the muscle would not pick up. The cells would not begin to heal. It was stuck. She went to a chiropractic uh, uh, treatment. They would flex the leg and stretch the leg, and nothing would ever happen. I'm just giving you what she told me. And she said, I'm having your cells. Like I, I have also cells uh, when people want bigger devices or house installations. I mean, I have doctors or PhD degree ordering big installations for me. And she said, since I sleep with this next to my knee, my muscles begin to pick up, my knee begins to realign, and I'm beginning to walk a little bit better. Yeah, because we enhance the communication of the cells. So there are little things and little steps that can be done. Yes, you have to change your diet. You have to do action steps. You have to connect your consciousness with the key. You have to meditate with the key. The key is that powerful. Like if I take a regular model and clip it to a fuel line, your car saves fuel. I already have tested 100 cars where people said that doesn't exist, but yet it saves fuel because I'm harmonizing the hydrolysis in the car, which is the flow-through structure of liquid in a pipe. And it has an influence. The viscosity of the oil, oil that used to last 3,000 miles now lasts 6,000 miles. The lifespan of a motor can go, go from 200,000 miles to 400,000 miles just because I'm getting it out of a chaotic mind state, that how it is created. So these miraculous pendants, all they are are light emanators and a very, very high potency. So now imagine if you have a small pebble that is enhanced with photons, it would resemble uh, a kilogram of pure quartz crystal emanating light. So when you have all of the pendants, you have, I don't know, 40 to 50 pounds of condensed light power source wearing around your neck. And then when you get a small tingle, that, that shows you where your pineal gland actually is in the, in the perceptivity of picking up light information in a correct manner. And then your body actually learns right from wrong, naturally, by, by running around with that. So that was for my inventions. You can explore explore that and even see and feel and whatever resonates with that. I tell people when I do vendings, it's like I don't have a sales pitch. Hold it in your hand, and then you tell me what you feel. And people go for these pendants because they say, I'm buying this because I can feel it. I have an experience, and this makes sense to me. I have less than 1% that says I don't feel anything that come back after months and say, now I'm beginning to feel, now my body tunes in and I'm getting into resonance, what that even means to pick up photonic light levels. So now to my retreats. Basically, it's like it's, it's, a, it's a seamless blending of worlds where I talk about um, the things that connect us, the things that make us tick. I give you activation codes. Sometimes if I feel something coming in during, during the retreat, I will mention that and share that. And that's like Dolores Cannon said, that my presence and my words and my beingness and my focus and my intent to talk to the listener right now has an effect. And as my soul has a job to do, the profound effect is this is the carrier wave where you hear the words that you understand, but these words trigger images and storylines within you that you understand and they get you into resonance. And you should feel after this show, refreshed, activated, enhanced, full of life, 
have hope, do not concentrate on politics, that's all chaos, it needs to run its course, do the good work, do your jobs, be on point, be in integrity, be authentic, and be an example to others by being disciplined because that intimidates those who are, that are not. And for that, you don't need to go to a demonstration, you don't need to throw any bricks, you don't need to be in any street action, you just need to be good and kind to one another, the greatest thing you can do right now. Well said. Yes, that is the task of the hour. And it is how we bring in new earth. It is how we evolve as humans and truly stand as adults. We can graduate into adults. So thank you for that. We already do feel enlightened and mind expanded for sure. Just the topics that you expose us to. I just want to share before we go to the phone line that yeah. your special offer is available, of course, on the special offer button on this webpage. And I mm-hmm. also want to share that you and I, I mean, I just, I smile at the universe to see how we are synced up. And I would, I would venture to say everyone listening to this show has star markings as well and has this galactic heritage that is very similar to all of ours. That's why we are listening and so enthralled in this conversation. Because when you and I met, we had a chance to meet at Contact mm-hmm. in the Desert uh, two years mm-hmm. ago, yeah. and we didn't. But then I discovered you, and then now it's like just seeing this connection even more is so fascinating and it really is interesting to watch. Uh, I'm sorry I can't articulate it more, but it really is just so cool. And I think I think everyone listening can feel that authenticity, authenticity in your voice. Some are even sharing on our comment line that they resonate with your voice just hearing it. So pay attention to your dreams tonight, you guys, and see what you see. Okay. Well, Raw, let's go. We have time for some callers, and I know some people yeah. are going to ask about, like, their galactic heritage. So give us some guidance on, like, what type of questions you'd like to answer or that format for them. Yeah, I mean, be, be, be precise with the question. Be clear. Keep it brief. Then I get a, quick, get a quicker picture. If, you, if it's chaotic, then I have to basically scry as in fish who, what do you really mean? And then I'll give you what comes in. Like, I never know what's it going to be. But somehow, my higher guidance, and I find that so fantastic, because I didn't know I had this, this skill when I was younger. It was always there, but now I have the awareness. Like, you ask me something, then I know what to say to that. What is for you? Okay. Well, we have uh, over 20 people with their hands raised. We're going to yeah. get through, depending on how our tourists can... Uh, respond to each of these questions. Maybe you try to just do a mini one, Ra. So here we go. Let's go to Randy. Hi, Randy. Hello. Ah. I'll speak as much as I can say. Oh, boy. I've got a couple of your products, the Galactivate oils right here. Mm-hmm. Um, your Ormus was the, the, you know, the informational video that you provided along with your Ormus product. Was, was it took me to a whole other level of understanding of what's you know what I could intend to achieve in and what I'm going to assimilate 
so thank you for being you. Uh, okay, uh, I think this will serve everyone. I turn on a light and it attracts bugs. Okay, that, uh, <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's, uh, what can I say? Yeah, when you turn on the light, it attracts bugs, but uh, you know what helps? Citronella. <laughs> Put that in your view. I mean, I mean, like, you know, um, as bright of a light as I am, you know, a, a drunk guy, I on three drugs, ran in front of my car and took me out, you know, and I was thinking grace, and I was, I was in my, I was, you know, I was just, I was right. I was bright. Yeah. I was bright, and, and that's what I mean, like that, and and, mm -hmm. and psychic stuff. Yeah. So you have to watch. Basically, it's basically you're bright, but now you have to create the threshold by being aware with your surrounding environment. Like when I go into the highway, I master the highway, and I stretch my field for as far as I can see. And when you do that, you see it coming, basically. What about Thank protection that. that we can put around ourselves? There are yeah, some. Protection, yeah, protection, again, that's what I'm saying. The best protection you have is not praying to the angels and praying to the Lord and all, whatever you want to pray to. Protection is awareness. Be aware of where you are. Look at patterns. Listen to the sounds. And then you know what's going on with the navigational thing. So with the guy running into you, that means you were going a little bit fast. Go a little slower. Don't run so fast with all your brightness. Don't burn all your fuel. Moderate your speed and observe the environment. And then when these beings that seem to run into you or the Mars see that you see them, they go around you because you're sending a message back like, hey, I know what's going on. No more running into me. It's like okay. psychological. It's, it's, it's like they just it's it's like an attention seeking psychosis that snowballed into a runaway train that has to get at the light. Yeah. It's really deep. That's why I put it into ten words to begin with. And thank you, out of respect for other people's opportunity, I bow. Yeah, yeah. So basically develop awareness. See it let's say you you're with your car and you see that the red light is about to hit. Don't try to go past the intersection when you do that because that's more of a risk factor of other things running into you. But you, if you hit the brakes ahead of time and you give yourself space, you might see an accident happening in front of you because that was the timeline. You develop an awareness and that pushes the moss out. Like be more aware when you look around. Try to see into the road, half a mile into the road. Hear what's happening behind you, people talking. I don't know, somebody drops a bottle, somebody shouting. You hear a police car in the distance. Pay attention to these sounds and center yourself. That's the best protection advice that I can give you. And that's for all others that listen in a universal way. That's the best advice I can give. Thank you. Thank you, Randy, for that. Mm -hmm. Yes, awareness, awareness, awareness in all situations, even with our own consciousness it will heal everything okay let's go to another caller this time it's we're going to go to poland and it's melina hi do you have a question for raw uh, hello thank you for taking my call 
Hmm. I'm afraid I I will be a bit chaotic. Uh, I was uh, guided to raise my hand, but I'm not really sure how to um, make my question precise. So maybe is there anything I need to hear from Arcturus Ra right now? Well. Uh, Ask, ask what you want to ask, and we will, we will see what comes through. Give, give me a direction. Uh, okay. Um, uh, can you? It's about time. My perception of time, and recently I've had uh, lots of strange um, um, experiences regarding uh, time. Uh, feels like I've been jumping uh, timelines or things like that. Maybe everybody does that in these days, but uh, I'd like to know some more if it's possible. Good question. Okay, so everybody jumps timelines. That's correct. So you do that every day. Every time you make a decision, every time you get up, you jump a timeline. If it seems paradox to you, get used to it. it life is going to get more trippier. Some people uh, report that they see their, their, their room wavy uh, or kind of almost like liquidy. Some people wake up in the morning and for a minute they uh, kind of have no orientation of where they are and they're trying to figure out where the heck am I, is that you're going through time and space very fast right now. Also, depending on what you eat, when you eat sugar, it's going to go faster. If you use caffeine, it's going to go faster. So now watch your engine, watch your intake. Sometimes when you think the timelines jump too fast, eat something grounding, sit back and focus, surrender to it, let it happen. You're not in danger. It's just the roller coaster is going a little bit faster because you know we we are coming in the next coming years into an inner closure where this will be normal and uh, we will just cruise through timelines at a speed that will be so fast that are ultimately leading to that we can go interstellar, that there can be in different spaces, in different places. And that the training also, I believe, at some point for teleportation is that if you can remember a place that you have visited, that you are in resonance with that. Well, if you learn the resonance and to project yourself, then you're already there in your mind. That enables you to tune better into where you're going. So I hope that helps you and hopes, hope that helps everybody else. It's like technical stuff, but it's kind of like uh, surrender to that happening and be excited and observe, be an observer, like don't judge it. Okay, beautiful. All right, Milena, thank you for that question. All right, so we're going to move on because I know that mm -hmm. our listeners have some good questions. All right, mm -hmm. so I'm going to unmute you, and if you could ask your question. We'll have Ra answer it, and then we'll move on to the next question. Let's go to, I think it's Melody in Hartsville, South Carolina. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name? Uh, this is Melody Lorian. Thank you for Hi. picking up my call. Sure. What's your question for Ra? Um, I was just reading his um, topics and something about uh, losing soul contracts. Um, will you be able to say um, how do we not 
do our soul contracts when sure. we come in love. Okay. And mm-hmm. Okay, so, well, if we want to avoid a contract that we have with a person, then we first off have to, this is by, you can say, royal right, state that we're no longer in agreement with the reality that the person is creating. You're no longer co-creating, if that is your wish. When you say that, that sets things in motion that will dissolve the contract. And um, then you'll be on your way of freeing yourself from something that is unwanted. And when you feel that you're no longer in resonance, it doesn't... See, the thing is, you have to understand, we've been raised in this illusion, marital contract, this and that, whatever status you have, uh, all of these words of partnership, these words mean nothing anymore if you're not in resonance of what you're doing. So if anything you agree to verbally, that is an adhesive contract. If you watch a TV show more than five minutes, it's an agreement. And if it's more than five minutes, it becomes hypnotic. So in order to not do contracts or avoid contracts, legally be transparent and be honest with yourself by saying, I'm no longer in agreement with that. I wish to uh, be, this is where I wish to be and this is what I want to do. And then the following steps, according to what you say, will fall into place um, where the universe will align itself and structure itself for you to actually be rightfully where you're supposed to be. Hopefully that makes sense. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay, Melody, thanks for that question. We are moving right along. Let's go to Dayton, Ohio. And it looks like Deanne. Hi, you're unmuted. Do you have a question for Ra? Um, hello. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. Um, I want to know, and, and this program is is mem- mesmerizing. I'm just sitting here taking this all in. I love it. And it and it sounds so normal to me. <laughs> um, I guess I'm, what galactic being am I from, or where am I from? Yeah, like I said in a reading, I could determine. Oh, okay. What what galactic race memory you are here to heal? Oh, okay. Race memory. And then I, then I try mm-hmm. to a set and then go through a set of cards and see what names and words pop up I, and then we see whatever issues you have in life. We all have them. And that also yeah. relates to what galactic heritage you're from. Okay. Well, that's the only question I had. I, and I'm, I am enjoying the show. So thank you. Okay. You're definitely from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I realized cool. that after um, – just listening to this, I thought this just sounds so normal to me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes, it Thank is you. the new normal. Thank you. Thanks, Deanne. All right. It's just, it's this integration, integration of these memories. That's why I like to use the word human galactic, because we are human, but we remember that galactic part. And I do love the the reverse of that, that we are becoming galactic humans, but we do need to integrate all of these fragments. Personally, I remember playing a role in Lemuria, letting the laggards in, and I in this lifetime, I still, I see other people who were with me as well, and that's the work, is to integrate this. 
So, Ra, when you say integrate and heal, can you clarify for everyone what that means to, it's just, again, it comes back to awareness, awareness of that memory, and wouldn't you say that that's 70% of the work? Yeah, it's seventy percent of the work is awareness. You can also say ninety percent. The ten percent uh-huh. is, let's say, let's go to an extreme case. Let's say somebody is bipolar. That means they have a heavy, heavy Orion Belt history. They've been in the wars, and uh, the Orion War was about polarity, and they still carry the war within. So their mood swings, they flip. They might have candida. You know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm just going by patterns that I get. And then I would then I would recommend get black walnut, change your eating, you know, um, go to bed earlier, get off the cheese, and uh, take organic sulfur. And then in six weeks uh, you call me and I want to see if your mood, mood swings have disappeared. Usually I'm 100%. People call me and say, okay, it stopped. And um, I had dreams where I was in outer space and I made peace with some reptilians and boom. This is like a, like a very clean cut where I'm like, okay, you have healed that war from that past timeline. That's how it would look if I would go there. Interesting. And I know in other conversations, I do want to direct our audience to near the replay button on this page. There's part one and part two of our quantum conversation. And I believe everyone listening was on MSM Sulfur after that show. Mm-hmm. And you say yes. that's the only supplement that you take now. And yeah. what does that do? That Not only does it relieve inflammation in the body, in the joints, but it does yeah. so much more. Like it, it can, over time, I heard from others here, Lyme. I mean, I'm, I accelerated my Lyme healing. I had it for 37 years. And I went from doctor to doctor to doctor. They could never find anything. They didn't know that I had dormant meningitis, which is inner brain skin infection. And I trained myself like a Harvard-studied person because I wanted to find out all my life, you know, what's the intricacy of nanobacteria being in the body and no freaking doctor can see it. Why then I trained and then I found out, well, I have na- I had nanobacteria disguised as human DNA in my body found through muscle testing that created symptoms like allergies, uh, coughing, getting sick every winter on the clock, and it never changed, taking vitamin C. You know how many people took vitamin C, and you're still sick, and you still got the cough. People take Robitussin and all that stuff, and you're still coughing. Why? Because you're not hitting the bacteria that is slick and is inside of you. And then I realized with certain program codes that I studied in advanced cell training, a class online, you can change that. Well, that gave me more insight of what can help. To accelerate my healing, I took Organic Sulfur by Patrick McGeehan that you can order online. They are the only company. They don't use any fillers because you have to know this. Other sulfur that has anti-caking fillers such as aluminum sulfates will not be integrated by the body 100%, and you can take that forever, and you won't have that effect. So I'm taking as raw, undiluted, and use it with spring water, not with tap water, because fluoride also blocks the intake. So even people that use toothpaste in the morning and then drink sulfur, it's used, it renders it useless. So you have to really understand the alchemical mechanisms of the body needing sulfur 
as in the waste management company, taking out the waste in your system from stress, from toxins, from adrenaline that turns into cortisol that stiffens the nerve structures and so on. I mean, I had gastritis for 20 years, and when I spoke to Patrick, I got him on the phone, and he said, five days. He's like, it'll give you five days. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm a person, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a skeptic person, even though I have paranormal experience, but I question what happens to me. I want, I want some value. I want some progress. I took sulfur. I got, like, really nauseated and sick on the fourth day. And I said, what do you want me to do? And he said, take more. Your body is detoxing. So I took more. I went over the nausea barrier, and my gastritis is gone. I can eat a freaking glazed donut in the morning, and I don't have problems anymore, which is not the healthiest food, by the way. But I don't have to go through, you know, you know how it is. Some of us, I mean, I'm 48. At a certain age, we're dodging bullets, eating our way around what is not, what we're not allergic to. That shouldn't be. You should be able to eat everything. Also, I say eat according to your blood type. Don't follow any trends. The machine is designed to eat according to your blood type, how your ancestors did it, and nothing else. So since I've been doing that, sulfur does like everything. Drink water, have the sulfur, because your body can take it in. Then your body, I mean, if you want to take other supplements, fine. But now you want to get into, does this have an effect, you know? Does that really kick? I mean, they have this new neurohacking limitless pill for the brain, um, I would only take that after sulfur and then really see, am I getting smarter? Am I accelerating? Are my thoughts structuring and all that stuff? Like really test the stuff. And then guess what? People have 54 different supplements in their, in, their, in, their, in, their, in their kitchen, and they still have all the symptoms. You have to really go down to the nitty-gritty and see, like, where are we with this, you know? So sulfur for me is the, it's the holy grail. And these people that sell the sulfur, they have 2.5 million clients over 15 years. Nobody complains. Nobody returns their product. Well, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it's different for everyone when we start yeah. to take these. I took the sulfur and didn't experience anything, and it was just wonderful. So uh, beautiful. That's okay. that's okay, too, you know. That's okay. That's okay, too. It can be on a very sublime level. Yeah, it doesn't have to be radical. It's important for like somebody that has MS and sits in a wheelchair, and after two years they can walk again after a strict sulfur diet. That's an extreme case, you know. So mm-hmm. don't give up. Have the discipline to do it, and you see the changes, you know. Yes. Okay. Thank you for sharing on that. Yeah. Ah, well, okay, there's some questions on our chat line, and I know okay. this is uh, this is really, let, let me try to combine some of these, and, you know, maybe as we wrap up our show tonight, you can, you yeah. can talk about all of this. One is this notion of a star seed. I think if, if we were to even be piqued in our interest by that word star seed, that right there is indication that yes, we are star seeds. So I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about how do we know if we are a star seed, what does it mean, and maybe how we could identify different aspects like Arcturian, Andromedan, 
Venusian, these sorts of things, and that'll wrap up our call tonight. Okay, so it's a big one. It's know? loaded. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you the classic, and then I give you the not so classic. The classic is I'm 11 years old, and I see Kirk and Spock on television, and I'm like, I'm home. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I didn't want to see any other mundane show. Everything that was not Earth or other or out of orbit or some elsewhere off planet calmed me down. When I watched a mundane show, I don't know those of you who remember Falcon Crest. This <laughs> 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 is you feel so trapped in this intrigue shit for Coming the you know down. the. Yes. The grandma, the, the viciousness never ends. And I was like, this is not, this can't be. Well, why are we doing this to each other? Why do we need this drama? But in outer space and Kirk and Spock had to fix the problem. The crew, which is nine members, mind you, always have to find a solution. Everybody has a job. Everybody does the best at their job and it's teamwork. And that inspired me. And I saw all the races, you know, I'm like, no, I'm a mixed kid. I'm in Germany. I'm, you know, Afro-American, German, Apache. And then I see a Russian dude with a heavy accent. I see, uh, uh, you know, Zulu, the Asian guy, Uhura, the sister, uh, number one, the blonde chick, then Spock with the ears. Like, everybody was so different. It was, like, shocking. But it was, um, I was like, that's the future. That's all of us together. And we don't talk about that anymore. It's like the the topic is like, can we work together? Can we make it work? And then after we we, we did it, it's like, did did we have an impact? Did we do the good job? So for the star seeds that can see that, you're home. The other ones, I call them the elemental star seeds. You have it more with the fairies and the elves and you like the magical tales and the woods and the riverbeds and the lakes, and you need the ocean, and you calm down. You, if you hear the ocean, you sleep like a baby. You're super in tune. You are the elemental star seeds more. I know that because I'm, I'm in a funny way, I'm, I'm, I'm partially elf from an elven realm. I figured that out some way through, through visions and vision questings in the mountain and people seeing me with pointy ears. That all bleeds in, which is wonderful. I mean, uh, my partner... Uh, Krista, she's a transmedium. She has it with the gnomes. She loves the gnomes. She paints the gnomes. She feels like she needs to illustrate them because they want that. And she has it with earth and plants and everything that she plants in the house is green. So I would also call her an elemental, a fairy star seed. So we have like cer certain genres there. Then we have the other star seeds that have nothing to do with elves or cosmos. They don't know Star Wars or Star Trek, or Stargate. I have no idea what this means. And these are the ones that are more the logical star seeds uh, that still have amnesia, that still need to come out of it. And they still, they are very much in their Zeta aspect as in mentalizing and very logic. And they, they now have the opportunity, well, how does that feel? I mean, if, if some of you listeners have never seen Star Wars on Christmas, go out and watch The Last Jedi and then see how you feel. 
Don't judge it how science fiction, sci-fi, this is all a carrier way for you to remember. Watch the movie, see how you feel. There's another movie coming out, and I recommend that for all of you listeners. It's called Valerian. It's called Empire of a Thousand Suns or A Thousand Worlds. This is part of our storyline. Watch that. Get into your emotional body and feel that. So these are basically the three categories of starseeds that I see and I think that covers most of that with what the classic symptoms would be, um, other than, you know, when you can go into indigos, that you have uh, telepathy, you hear other people's thoughts, you're very empathic, you're very good with animals, animals love you, um, you're fascinated by certain topics. Some of us, I like hooked on Egypt, like from a young age, my mother and I watched any show on Egypt, any findings, any dig that could be found, we are obsessed with it, realizing, okay, this is past lives as high priests in Egypt and Magi and Druids, and we just remember that time, and we have to go there again and just touch base to recalibrate who we are. So hopefully that explains a whole lot that um, people ask in the chat line. Okay, very good. Thank you. It is very helpful, and it will unfold the more that we learn about this. I know personally, uh, about five years ago, I thought it was amazing, uh, a very talented channel and seer told me I was going to write a book about star seeds. And at the first mm-hmm. I was like, what in the world? Star seeds. So I don't know about that, but it is a fascinating subject. And I, I know it's part of our heritage when we talk about this. And so we have to allow ourselves to open up and expand our awareness on it. And maybe you could talk a little bit about trusting the hits that we get uh, when we have these memories. It's not just our imagination, is it? Mm-hmm. No, no. It's um, you, you, You'll find stuff. It's um, how can I explain it? Explore when you have an intuition and follow that and get reference and then journal that in your head, like memorize that, put that into your long-term memory that it works. Like they're saying you want to go left on the path or right, take a right, see where that leads you and then journal that. I mean, I had contacts with the Arcturians in the woods and before I found the key, I said I need a temp- the template of how to bring this light information in. How do I do that, that I can reset the DNA? And they said, go into the woods. And I'm somewhere uh, near, it's an interesting story, an ancient Nazi bunker by an ancient railway track where uh, buildings were built around it and nobody was in that area anymore. And I started digging and I found these glass plates, which used to be name tags in, 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 uh, um, in the trains uh, back uh, uh, in the days of World War II. So I used these glass plates and engraved them with cosmic symbols and created like cosmic keys and templates for people for healing modalities that I sold for 70 euros um, uh, on, my, on my PayPal before I even had Etsy. And I said, that's the entrance to the key. So that was the template before the key and the nanospherical quartz sand was introduced to my knowledge. These templates, I was told to walk, to stop at a certain coordinate and dig. And I found tons of these glass plates. And they said, use that. You are abundant. We are just assisting you, letting you know everything is around you on your way. So I had the miracle right there 
that a voice directly told me where to go, what to do, what to apply. It's like, I don't know, if you were in the mm-hmm. supermarket and a voice tells you, go get guava juice today or get orange juice, buy orange juice or Listen. get the guava juice. That's how it begins. It sounds so simple. You think it's all your intuition? No. Certain tastes and vibrations gets you into certain states. And your guidance and your extraterrestrial family wants you in the highest state possible. So drink the guava or drink the Hawaiian pog, which is guava, orange juice, and what else was that? Passion fruit. <laughs> Mix it up. I'm just giving you examples. And be high vibe and feel good and have plants in your room. Or you wake up one morning and you're like, I feel like I want to get a little palm tree by my bed. Then get that palm tree. You know, and I know many, many women go up, nah, that's so silly. Why why would I get that? And what would my husband think? You go only trap yourself in the mental. Get out of the box. Get outside and do the different thing that's coming in. And the more you're tuning in to your higher senses, and that's where your guides are actually talking to you. And they're doing that night and day. They're doing that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just be sure we do not override what they say. Yeah. That's what happens so much for so many when we're first getting into this. So beautiful words. Thank you so much, Arcturus Ra. Thank you. You are going to help us get into our galactic heritage and learn about it. And it really is, again, to be clear, it's identifying and integrating those aspects of us. And that is a personal journey that each of us must take, and it begins Mm -hmm. with each of our awarenesses. And this is what you do in the online healing retreats where we have time to go much, much deeper than the time we spent here. So again, we invite our listeners to that, to check out your special offer. I thank you so much for uh, being that starseed on a mission, going forward, doing new things, bringing forth new energy pendants and products. And this is what I wish for everyone listening to this program to truly bring forth our passion, allow that passion to support us because this is new earth. And I have a vision of how new earth is when we're all happy and living in this passion. So thank you, Arcturus Ra. As we say goodbye, any last things you'd like to end with today? Yeah, here's the thing. It's like follow your resonance, follow your heart. I do that by I bought my my little SUV Explorer uh, two and a half years ago, and I look back at this car, and I always say I'm so thankful for what I have. You take me places. This is like unconditional love, and always – I'm happy that I followed to in that intuition to get that car, and I remind myself how it felt when I got it and reactivate that excitement in you once you follow something, whether it's you buy something online, that the satisfaction yeah. is there and it's continuously serving you and stay in that resonance. That it can, makes the manifestation magic for you to continue, and so you'll be blessed eternal thank you from Ra. Thank you, Rod, for truly reminding us what it means to hold the vibration and be that vibration. It's the resonance, and it's to let the good times roll. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, Arcturus Ra. Thanks. Well, now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart, and we have a couple of fun ones that kind of picks up speed, but just enjoy, be happy, and dance with us. <laughs> 
as our collective goes across the universe. Namaste.
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.